Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Lost in Translation One. This time we're covering Digimon Ghost Game Episode 3, Scribbles. I'm May, and unfortunately Quinn and Chloe are unable to join us, but I was able to be joined by a super cool friend of mine, Azu, who's also known as Blue. So Azu, please tell us a bit about yourself, why people in the community might know you, and any projects you're currently working on. Hello everyone, uh, I'm Azu, or Blue, as Air just mentioned, and uh, I am one of the pe- I'm one of the main people behind the online project, which is a system used to allow the Digimon virtual pets to communicate over the internet. And, and uh, it's a it's a really interesting project, and I'm really glad that I actually got to be a part of it. Um, in addition to that. I am working on becoming a VTuber, and my debut will be on October 31st, Halloween. Yay! Which is, as of recording this, a week, but as of, like, releasing this, six days. So very soon. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm really excited for it. I've been, I, I, I made everything more or less myself, except for the music. Um, which I can proudly say was done by our friend Red Ranger, who Yay. also worked on the background music for the Digimon fan project known as World, which I also helped with. Yay, and, <laughs> and Air also helped with. Yes, I also helped, and World is super good. It's like a, it's kind of like an RPG where you can, using the Digimon Online tech that Blue just mentioned, you can put your Digimon in this RPG and walk around, and it's... It's pretty cool because, you know, you get to hang out with the, di- the Digimon that you got to raise. Yep. It's a really fun concept. And I'm re- again, I'm really glad to have been able to be a- been a part of that as well as online as a whole. Mm. And to be here. Holy. And to be here. I-, I can't believe it. I'm on Lost Translation Mod. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really good because I've been meaning to have like Blue on in some way at some point because Blue is really cool. And Blue also likes Atmon, which is, I think, every time I have someone on the podcast, they like Atmon. It's like a kind of a rule. Yes, it's it's a requirement. You can't get you can't be on Lost in Translation Mon if you don't like Atmon. No, ab- absolutely not. I, I will not allow it. Uh, so speaking of which, which, what is your favorite season of Digimon? Ah, the ultimate question. Um, so this is a very difficult one, but given uh who who I'm here with and who I'm talking to right now, I have to say Frontier because that hurts me deep inside. <laughs> Okay, um, I really do love Frontier in terms of world building, but I will not deny that there are many places that it needed to be executed better. Oh, the world particularly, building is right. Yeah. Um, partic- uh, my two particular points I wish they had done better are um, Izumi slash Zoe as a whole. Mm. And well, that was her role. That... That, that, that was basically her role as a whole. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Just continue. Just ignore me. No, it was funny. It was funny. Um... <laughs> And the other thing is that the the transcendent spirits should have been treated like Sentai Mecha, in that there were three pilots yeah, in each yeah, I one. Get that. I get that. I, I just really wanted uh, Ancient Arismon to show up when I was a kid, and I was kind of bummed that Ancient Arismon didn't end up showing up. I mean, at le- I, that's true. They, they, all the ancients should have been able to show up at least once. Mm-hmm. Well, two um, of them did in the movie. But, yeah, but we don't talk... That doesn't count. They're Greymon and Gururumon. Yeah, good point. The movie was, like... 
my favorite part of the frontier though okay the movie was amazing i loved it so much because it built on that world building which i agree frontier did have great world world building it just did a lot of things that weren't that sort of killed it for me yeah pedaldramon was Um, great liked pedaldramon yeah yeah um, but yeah, um, my my actual favorite, it would have to be a, well, it was a three-way tie. Now it's a four-way tie between uh, Tamers, uh, uh, because I, I just love Tamers as a series from before the creator went insane. Mm. Um, I really love Frontier's world building and the concepts behind it and the designs that we never got to see in the show. Mm. Um, Atmon, because it can do no wrong. And Ghost Game because it follows in Atmon's footsteps of doing no wrong. Yeah, well, so far, like th- three episodes in, and it's off to a good start, but things can go yeah. like pretty badly. Things could go colon. Yeah, like I, I loved colon for like the first chunk, and there were bits of episodes here and there which I really liked, but then uh, the rest of it were just like, oh no, this could be so much better. But uh, yeah. anyway, so yeah, it, it's super good to have you on, especially it was fairly late-ish notice, so we are very appreciative of. Uh, of blue and I will have all your things uh, linked in the the link dump so people can go and find you and tell you how great you are. I won't believe them, but thank you for clicking the buttons, everyone. Yay! Because buttons are the most important things to click in the entire of the entity of the entity. I was going to say the entire internet, and I just called combined it and called it entity, which it just it just <laughs> isn't even a word. Uh, so that's a thing. But anyway, so that's I guess addresses also the housekeeping and updates. Is that. Blue is here, yay! Yay! VTuber debut from Azu coming soon, thirty first. As so, which is if you're listening to this in the far future, it was already happening, and you should go check that out, which will be in the link dump. So that's exciting! Yay! So, excitement! Yep. Yay, excitement! Excitement! Ghost game! It goes game! Excitement! So before we get into discussion, a quick synopsis of what happened in episode three, just as a refresher. So red scribbles are appearing in people's selfies, and things start to happen to those parts of the bodies where the scribbles are appearing. Ruri has red scribbles over her photos too, and apparently things get worse and worse to that part of the body. Ruri says they should just delete the photo, and she does. But then the photo returns and the body part that had scribbles over, which is her hands, start to disappear. Ruri investigates but doesn't find anything, but she is thankfully contacted by Hiro, who tells her about Digimon. We learn that the scribbles were actually caused by Dracomon, and that a Digimon called Angoramon is following Ruri around because he likes listening to her play the piano. Hiro retrieves a Digivice from his house and gives it to Ruri so that Angoramon can materialize and defeat Dracomon. Dracomon surrenders his eyes and apologizes, but it turns out that he has backup eyes, which is horrifying. Oh yeah, that that was not a fun thing to see. No, but it was great. It was just very Oh, it great. was amazing. I loved it. Just a quick thing before we get into the thick of the podcast. I'm recording this a little bit after we recorded and after finding that because we recorded in OBS to sort of make it a little bit easier, it actually didn't record the entire episode. It did continue to say it was recording for the two-hour recording, but it didn't actually record the whole time, and it got corrupted. So while I have this two-hour-long 20-gigabyte recording... I can't actually get it to play past the 30 minute mark. So while this was a fantastic recording, which I would have loved to shown everyone, I give you only 30 minutes of this fantastic recording. So in any case, 
enjoy as much as you can. And I'm sorry that it didn't seem to want to record the whole time. And hopefully we don't encounter this issue again. But these things happen, and I guess all I can say is just enjoy our thoughts in this 30-minute portion of the podcast. So sorry about that, but hopefully it doesn't happen again. Discussion time. So what were our highlights for this episode? Okay, so um, my my first highlight, as usual, is a, consi- is a consistent highlight of Ghost Game, Gammon. Yeah. Oh, that's everyone's favorite is what I've noticed from the internet is that, like, everyone kind of latched on to multiple Digimon in Atmon, but people are latching on to Gammon and this show in general more than I've ever seen them latch on to a character in Digimon before, and that's great. Yeah, it really is. Um, it I think, I think part of it is that we've got, like, the kind of Atmon-style writing combined with Gamamon having had such a prominent role in the first two episodes on his own mm. that, like, it's just we've had so much more time to grow attached to the characters so far. It's great. Yeah, and it's it's definitely taking its time. Like, it's episode three and we're only learning about another character and another Digimon now, which is really great because it gave us time to learn about Hero and about Gamamon as characters. Yeah, and uh, on... Speaking of Hero and Gamamon as characters, um, uh, this episode cemented Hero as my, one of my favorite Digimon protagonists ever, mm. because uh, because of the scene where um, where he sends the message to is it Ruri or is it Ruli? I've I I've call, seen both. Yeah, I've I've seen both because I think it's the same as. In the, I know the Atmon official subs on Crunchyroll call Astra Asuratoro or something, and it's really weird, so I think it's it's canon via subtitles, but I'm going to keep on calling her Ruri, but Ruli would be also acceptable, but I'm just going to call her Ruri. Okay, because I, I, think, I think Ruri sounds better too. Mm. Um, initially, I thought like Ruli was like the name of the account that she was using. Um, no, that's but, just um, Yeah, uh, so um, uh, my favorite... Digimon anime protagonist ever, amateur cyber sleuth, Am- Amanokawa hero. Um, yeah. He is so proactive that you'll think someone is playing as him in a video game rather than being an actual anime protagonist. But it also kind of makes sense that he would because the the last part of episode two had him see that Angoramon was following Ruri. So he probably would have reached out because he saw that. So it also it also makes sense that we got to see that. So it's not just like, wow, Hero's on top of things. Like, it kind of like, Hero is smart, but we also know that, he, yes, of course he's on top of things because he saw that she was being followed by a Digimon, which is not something you would see every day. Yeah, that's true. And it's definitely in line for him, character-wise, from what we've seen so far, to have almost immediately messaged her about that. Mm. Um solely like but also just like in comparison to previous protagonists like um uh well i mean i feel like takato is the best example because Giomon and gamamon kind of have a similar kind of like needs to be looked after at all times He's kind baby. of vibe to them they're both yeah babies. they're both babies mm. but um uh takato would have i mean and did to a degree with uh Rika, Ruki, I'm I'm so used to the dub names That's and stuff. Not e- either either or d- doesn't really mind. Okay, um, but like he would spend like he would like 
have the dream that he had, mention one time, hey, I saw you in that dream, and not in any way try to actively learn more about the person in question until his friends bring her up and he's like, oh, hey, yeah, I know her. To be fair, it, it was a dr- like if you dream about someone, you don't necessarily think that they're a real person if you've never seen them before. That's a good point. Yeah, like if I dream about someone, I'm just like, hey, I had a dream about someone who just doesn't exist. All right, then I'd, I'd definitely freak yeah. out if I saw them in real life. Though I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, but like just like I, I love like I've been feeling kind of cyber like the way I've described Ghost Game before is like at like a perfect sweet spot between Apmon and Cyber Sleuth in terms yep. of like the way it's both written and the kind of tone that it has and once again it has delivered on that perfectly. Yeah, I mean it also um, ties in the virtual pets pretty well like we already kind of assume there's going to be some split evolution paths going on which is very virtual pet-esque and of course the vital bracelet is is sort of like a virtual pet so it's kind of like it's like they tied in the things that we like about like that you and i in particular like about digimon because we we both like atmon we both like the virtual pets and we both like cyber sleuth and this game is just those three things combined it literally is yeah into into this one thing which is Good. I, I I honestly would not even be remotely surprised if as like a little background gag when they're investigating something down the line, we just see the occult club from the Cyber Sleuth High School oh, running around in the background. Yeah, I, I I would love that. Like but I mean I do get like I know they're called hologram ghosts in this that what they call Digimon and they were just called Digimon in Cyber Sleuth, but it does have the same sort of feel like they're both seen as like these yeah digital entities that do exist yeah i think i think it feels really similar be- i think because the way cyber sleuth was written kind of put the digital monster back into digimon mm. like it acknowledged them as a thing that like it acknowledged them to the same degree that this story acknowledges the existence of hologram ghosts in the public eye. So like there are rumors about these Digimon programs or whatever mm. back in the cyber sleuth writing. And as a result, and that because they regarded them with a little bit of fear, a little bit of superstition, it kind it carried some more weight that it hadn't in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and calling them hologram ghosts and having people talk about these like glitching out hologram tech, it, it feels similar because it's treating them with the same level of like superstitious respect yeah. that it had in those games. And again, uh, oh wait, can I say the line? Can I say the line? You can, you can say whatever you like, as long as it's... I'm here for it. As... Yeah, you said it, you said it. I thought, I thought it was going to go somewhere else. I'm like, as long as it's PG-13, but I'm here for it, it's definitely PG-13, so that's fine. I'm here for it. Yeah. Well, I'm here for it. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm also here for it because I, I I really liked this episode and I'm really enjoying Ghost Game and you're oh right. Oh my gosh, I loved it. I, I like how they are sort of taking that sort of thing, the almost realistic take on what Digimon could be rather than just yeah. sort of vague, oh, they're just monsters on the internet. Like It sort of makes them seem more possible and I do like whenever yeah. Digimon does that because it makes it feel more realistic. I know I'm st- I know I'm watching anime. I know it's not necessarily like a Digimon's not going to jump out of my screen or anything. Like I I'm I know that's not going to happen, but it still I, makes I know it feel I know real. exactly what you mean because mm. that's honestly the kind of vibe that got me into Digimon in the first place. Yeah. Or maybe maybe not the first place. The initial one was just me seeing the 
stuff that was going on on the TV and being like, why would I watch this when I could watch this? Yeah. Which my, which I mean, I have to admit my three-year-old brain did actually have much better taste than me now because it, anytime it saw frontier, I was like, dang it. I wanted to see tamers this <laughs> time around. Meanwhile, when I, when I first because saw tamers, Tam- had a dinosaur. When I first saw tamers, I was just like, oh, okay, this is the zero two sequel because the dub had Kari, <laughs> the same voice actor as Kari being the teacher. And I was just oh like, Oh my gosh, that, that confused the heck out of me. And Yoli was one of the women working at the, at Hypnos. So I, I, it took me like three episodes to realize that it was a different universe, even with Davis narrating it. Like I was like, when's Davis yeah, going to show but up? Like, yeah. But I mean, like on top of that, um, like to make it even worse in frontier, there was a gallant mon, Running a bakery. Yeah, that's that. That was a cute. That that's very cute. Like I like when they do those sort of cute little tie-ins. But yeah, yeah I just I, I I really liked that. But yeah, I, I guess back to this episode. I did a bit of reading uh, because I saw that Dracomon might be in this because and I read his reference book entry, which is uh, I'm not sure if you've read it, but Dracomon is known as a prankster in the digital world and has attempted to graffiti the faces of the four holy beasts. Oh my gosh, that is amazing. And I'm just like, oh, Dracomon's my favourite. And actually, I've always had a soft spot for Dracomon since I got my uh, Digimon Accelerator, because my first one was the evil genome one, which was the one Dracomon was on. I I love the Excel so much. And that was like the first virtual pet that I spent money on as an, like, I, I bought it my first year of uni, I think. And so I kind of have like a soft spot for it. And I also have a soft spot for Dracomon because it's just like, ah, oh, Dr- Dracomon's such like a cute, but also terrifyingly creepy design. I think it's just, it's perfect yeah. for ghost game. It is. It is perfect for ghost game. Um, especially as a recurring villain, as he appears to be. Yeah, I'm hoping that he's going to do like a like an impmon. Like he's he starts off as like kind of like a prankster, but then kind of warms up to the main characters. And oh, what what if he becomes the Digimon of Hero's friend? Oh my gosh, that would be so cool. I just thought about just then. I'm like, oh, that, I because I kind of like his friend. He I mean he he has like a creepy sort of. He did a, the the creepy perving on the nurses, which was weird. But like, yeah, he seems seems kind of fun. Like I would like to see that become They're a perfect character. for each other. Yeah, one hundred percent creepy eyes, creepy, creepy, great. But yeah, you know, I just I, I mean, love I love Dracomon. You've got creepy eyes and creepy eyes. <laughs> I like I like that's a good one. And also, uh, Dracumon's voice actor was Pico Devimon from the original adventure. Oh, nice. So that, every, it was just perfect. And the animation was great too in this episode, which is like... Oh, yeah. Like whenever I was watching Colin, I felt like the animation was very inconsistent. Like it became really, 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 really good in some episodes, but then other episodes it was just kind of felt a little bit off. And then looking at Atmon, the animation is fairly consistently good and this season so far the animation's fairly good so i'm really happy with the animation yeah yeah the animation was amazing i I really like how the cut-ins of so like instead of the digimon calling the attacks it's the tamers Mm. and i like how there's always that cut-in that kind of like shows the bond going both ways as it kind of like lets them know what skills their Digimon has that they can make use of. 
Mm. Oh, absolutely. It it also makes them feel like the humans are more than just sort of there. Yeah. Um, speaking of the humans being more than just sort of there, one of my highlights is the bait and switch that they pulled. Mm, yeah. Like, uh, that, yeah, I, I caught on what was going to happen in that scene, um, when Hero, uh, shoved the phone into Gamamon's hands and then started talking out loud, like, exaggerating precisely how the Digivice worked. Yeah. But I really, I really do like that. Once again, we are being shown Hero paying very close attention to what goes on with the Digimon and making use of Angoramon's note that Digimon can't touch humans mm. when they're not materialized. Yeah. And um, my other main highlight is once again, Ghost Game nails the atmosphere. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Ghost Game's been pretty good at that. Yeah. Um, and, like, like they're so good at making you forget that this is a kid's show and most likely none of the stakes are actually there. Yeah. But what if they were? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like, every episode I go in thinking at, at the start, yeah, this looks pretty bad, but, like, it's not like there's actually going to, like have like lasting consequence and then literally as i'm thinking that i see the turned over car <laughs> yeah like I, I feel like i don't know i i feel like digimon are actually going to cause some damage and you know looking at the preview for next episode it looks like Pumpkinmon's just going to straight up kill some people oh yeah yeah um the next episode preview i'm really excited about that one because um uh so I have a I have a bit of a theory in regards to that. Should I save that for later? Because I know yeah, that was yeah. much further down in the script. Yeah, save that for the the predictions overall. I just wanted to bring up that just there seems to be some actual danger going on, which is nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, did did you have any other highlights? Because that is the end of my list. No, <laughs> Outside of it just being Ghost Game and amazing. Yeah, I mean a lot of my highlights are just sort of general things that I enjoy about Ghost Game, like the animation, the characters. I I like caring about the characters. That's pretty cool. I'm just really in general enjoying it. And I don't think I really even have any lowlights. Like I was trying to think of them and I was just like, but Hero, okay, he, did he, how did Hero get the Ruby's number? Oh, never mind. Social media. She, he didn't need to get the number. So I was just trying to grasp at straws to find things that I didn't like. I just, I don't have anything. I just, I, I don't have any lowlights. Yeah, um, I have one lowlight? Oh, yeah? It barely qualifies as one. Um, Ruri kind of felt off. Like, everything we'd yeah. seen from her so far made it seem like when she saw that, she was going to jump for joy and be thrilled at the fact that she actually had some evidence of supernatural activity. Yeah, I, I got that but, too. But again, like... Yeah. If your hand starts to disappear... I, yeah, I feel like yeah. th that that is terrifying. Like I feel absolutely, like especially right part. after you were playing the piano and like making use of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I do it, get it, what you mean. Like it, her character yeah, did feel it, a little. It felt kind of off, but not off in the sense that like it was out of character for mm. her, but more so like that the stakes were had put her into like a state of shock. Which I and I that feel was good. Like it's it's that's realistic. Like she can. It is real. Like. Like, we, she went from someone who had been dealing with this from essentially twice removed via via two phone screens and an internet blog yeah. to having it directly affect her, which I feel like it 
it works really well to kind of take like the excitement that she had and like the kind of like uh fun that she was having with the hologram ghosts and like kind of change her outlook which is a bit faster than i expected but it also makes me think that with angoramon's kind of protector kind of attitude that she's going to be very adamant about tracking them down now to make sure they're not causing any actual damage yeah and i can see that but yeah it was kind of i mean you know everybody wants to see a ghost or a monster or something until they actually see a ghost or a monster and then they don't want to see a ghost and a monster so i feel like yeah i i I do see what you mean like her personality did seem to change a little bit but again she she was not scared. in an unrealistic way. No. It felt it felt like it just felt like what would happen if you were scared for your life. Yeah, or scared for your hands because you use your phone with your hands, you play piano with hands. So that, yeah. that's yeah. and also she's not just they're not just sort of breaking, they're just disappearing. Like that would be just terrifying to see if a part of your body just started oh, yeah. vanishing. Yeah. But I I don't know. Um, one thing. Yeah. Yeah. One uh thing that that kind of reminded me of though. Um, that one scene where her hand, like, when she, like, takes the glove off her hand and goes to touch the piano. Yeah. And it kind of, like, glitches into it. Yeah. It makes me wonder if, because, like, Ghost Game definitely seems like the kind of series that likes to throw things into an episode way before they actually matter. And that's all we have on the recording. So that's kind of unfortunate. So in terms of the ratings that we gave, I gave it a 4, and Blue gave it a 6. My favourite character was Angoramon, and Blue's favourite was Hero. So we obviously can't go over everything we spoke about for the remaining hour and a half of the podcast. Unfortunately, that's just uh, lost to OBS eating our recording, or maybe it was Dracomon. Maybe Dracomon drew a red scribble over the podcast this week. But in any case, I'll read out the outro part now. So the link dump where you can find where to follow Blue is linked in the description. So is our Redbubble as per usual. You can contact us. You can email us at lostintranslationworld at gmail.com or you can comment on this episode or on our website lostintranslationworld.com or on this episode on YouTube. You can follow us on that translation on Twitter and you can follow us on Lost in Translation on Tumblr, Facebook, Instagram and of course on YouTube. I'm at Digimon underscore hero on TikTok and you can chat with us on the Lost in Translation on Discord server. And Blue's there too, so come say hi and maybe you'll be able to find out what we spoke about for those lost hour and a half of our, of our lives. So we'd appreciate if you were review us on Apple Podcast. Stitcher or any podcast catcher that you use, and if I find the review, I'll read it out. If not, let me know, give me a poke, and I'll give it a read. You can also donate to our Patreon, and that's the description from as little as a dollar a month. And that gets you access to the Patreon-only areas of our Discord server, but there are higher levels, more rewards, edited and early episodes, and more. And of course, thank you to our current supporters on Patreon, Joe, Stephen Reeves, who is Wild with 64 and Ark of Our Own, Katawashi, Chisai, who can follow on Twitter at Chisai236, Neobu, who says you should follow Chisai on Twitter at Chisai236, Carl, Lismet, who is a Lekman on Tumblr, Nicholas, Sam, Emery from Gone Will Hunting, a Hunter Hunter Rewatch podcast, Magnus, Lucas, Jason105, Patrick, Jason, Great Nuki, Jay David, and Shelby. And of course, you can make a one donation on PayPal, which can be found in the description. It's paypal.me slash edgemon. 
And of course, you can also donate to me on my coffee account, ko-fi.com slash Edra. I'll probably try to poke life back into that uh, corrupted recording because it is there, sitting there, being a very large file, so there's some content there. So I'm going to try and bring it to life, but if you are listening to this recording, uh, that means that uh, I have I have not brought life back to that recording, So which will be very sad. But uh, unfortunately, sometimes things like that happen, and uh, it's a shame when it does, but when it happens, it happens. So in any case, thanks for listening to this very short podcast recording. I'm sorry if you could not listen to the whole one because it actually was probably one of my favourite recordings of all time. We had a lot of fun, but unfortunately some things, sometimes things like end up like this and it can't be helped. So I guess we will hope for the best next time. So I will see you on the next one. Oh, and I should probably point out, the episode 4 title is The Doll's Manor, and it's a Halloween trick-or-treating one, so that could be cool. Maybe Pumpkinmon is getting uh, revenge on his fallen brethren, but uh, okay, now I can wrap up, so I will see you on the next one. Bye!